to Sharp Tank. No jumper. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. And my man has actually been here before at No Jumper, maybe not in this yeah. building, but you've actually came to yep. No Jumper before, man. Yep. We got yep. my man yep. Roy Woods in the building, yes, man. Sir. How you yes, feeling? Sir. Good, man. It's a beautiful day, dog. Is the last name yeah. Woods because you like to smoke a bunch of woods, or is that actually <laughs> your last name? I mean, I just want to know. That's what people usually think, you know. Yeah. But the name actually came from uh, somebody who lived on my block, and we went to the same school. Living mm. as, we, went, we lived in the same building. Mm. But we were never, like, we never were, like, friends. We were mutual friends. Because we, we had the same friend group and shit, you know what I'm saying? But he was, like, just a kid I used to just see around, you know? Mm. Play ball, like, whatever, you know? Yeah. And then my my previous name was actually Prescient, short for depression, right? Because I was on some, I was just on some different shit. I'm always on some different shit, you know what yeah, I'm saying? So Woods was never your so, last name. No, 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 never. So it had no relation to me at all at that time. So one day I was dropping music, dropping music in school. And then I was, but I mind you, I was a rapper before. Right, so when he came up to me in school after I'm dropping music, he's like, "Yo, like your music is like, it doesn't really, it's not really matching because you're rapping right now. Not like how I'm singing now, like everybody knows." So <coughs> he's like, I'm like, "Okay, what what you want me to do? Should I change my name?" He's like, "Yeah, like." So I'm like, "Okay, what should I change it to?" And then right away, like that, like he premeditated it or something. He's like Roy Woods. So then I was like, "Okay." We took a survey around school, yeah. went around, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people liked Pression, but more people were liking Roy Woods. And then this one little light skin thing, she was like, she liked it. And she was like a sweetie, you know what I'm saying? So I was yeah, just like, yeah. oh, you like it? Yeah. I say less. So that's popular, man. Locked chicks, in. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, I knew everybody. Yeah, I knew everybody, you, you know what I'm saying? I liked it. That's a diverse <laughs> way to say it. I liked it. Yeah, dog. So, you know, it was from that, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to rock with that name. And I was still rapping, but I kind of weaned into trying to sing more. Yeah. So I would try to like sing my hooks and yeah. rap my verses. But then it just became like me started making this. Complete R&B song. So you feel play. like, yeah, so you felt like it had more of an R&B feel to it. It was yeah. uh, it was a lot softer when it was received. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, when people yeah. would hear your name, it wouldn't come off as hard. And then they turned the music on and this over here singing his ass <laughs> off. You know what I'm saying? Like, pressure? Yeah. Like, really? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah, nigga's yeah. nose. This nigga's singing. He's, yeah, you know? Now. Yeah, so I mixed. I, it was good to mix the two. And I learned how to be able to, I, I turned into a hybrid just from that. Yeah. from having my name, you know? Yeah. So it was it was it was cool, it was random, you know? Like usually you get you choose your name out of something, but somebody just gave me my name out of nowhere, yeah. you know? So it was, it was you, mad Where different. you from, Church? Um I'm from Toronto in a, a suburb called Brampton. Yeah. Um So you got a, a little accent to you, huh? <laughs> a little you bit, know, you know what I'm it's saying? A little different. I mean, I've heard them from all over <laughs> different parts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. From the east to the west to down south. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. you got a little different lingo yeah, on man. you. A little bit, a little bit. Cause you know, um where I'm from it's like very heavily Caribbean influence, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, the Patois, the Jamaican influence yeah. is huge on our culture back home. So, yeah. you know, you're going to find, like, you're going to find, like, the, the, the Asian guy, the white guy, some mm -hmm. Hispanic people. Some You're going to find them speaking, like, you know, talking that shit. Now I see why Drake be trying to come with that shit. <laughs> now I see why he be trying to come with that shit. He be trying to sprinkle it in and little there. shit. Everybody he just kind of broke it down. He was like, everybody kind of does that. Yeah, so it man. makes sense when I be hearing it in his tracks. I be ah. like, what's he on? Did he go to Caribbean for a little it's bit? Toronto. You know, he it's says like that UK. feel. UK you know? is the same, yeah, the same shit. Feel. Yeah, man. So it's different, you know? What was it like for you, man, Toronto yeah. coming up, man? You had both your parents? Yeah. It was that. Pardon me? You had both your parents? like. Uh, in, no? a, in a sense, yeah. Like my, 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 um, my mom and dad, they were like, they were always married, but they were always separated. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So... My dad used to be in and out 
They would mm. try to make it work, but it wouldn't, and they would go through their fair share of stuff. Mm. So you understood as you got older, though. That's why you know how to explain a little bit better. Uh, yeah, you know. Well, I mean, I kind of yeah. knew, but I, because I, I, I had to take care of. I had to all the responsibilities kind of threw on me when I was like eight. I got my little sister, and I had to take care of my mom. You know, she had a condition called fibromyalgia, mm. which is um, it's a chronic. You guys, a chronic pain condition. Right, to the point where I just learned, like, before my mom even had me, she had a cane. Sometimes she had to walk with a cane. I didn't know that until we just spoke recently. Mm. But after the fact, you know, like, I was going to school, middle school, elementary school, this, yeah, more elementary school, middle school. Mm. She had a cane, and she would have to walk, sometimes walk me to school. She couldn't walk me to school anymore because people were, like, you know, talking about her and stuff just because of whatever. I don't even know why. So my, she had my, um, she had a, I made a friend. He's, like, my older bro. I call him my older bro. Cause he really like you know helped me that I don't have no uh, no older bros. My older sister she passed away from early birth, mm. so I never had that. My mom always looked at me. Everybody kind of looked at me as the golden child. So when I had him, he was kind of showing me, and he was more in the streets and shit. So he was kinda, yeah, that's my that's my dog, that's my brother, and he he taught me a lot when I didn't know you know what life was at that time for me. So he was um walking me to school. My mom would give him like two bucks, three bucks, a dollar, whatever, just to walk me and my sister to school because she couldn't do it. That's love. So, yeah, super love, man. That's my dog for life, you know? So um, I was going through just uh, a lot of that. No, nobody really knew what I was going through. Everybody's kind of just, I'm trying to fit in. I was an angry kid too. Like I didn't really understand my emotions and stuff, but I kind of had to just grow up really fast. Because, like, I had to be there for my sister. I got to be there for my mom. I got to make sure she gets her medication. I got to make sure that the bills are paid. So I got to go online. She's helping me, guiding me, doing, helping me pay, helping her pay the bills. Got to go get groceries. What, you was in middle school doing all this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was, like, middle school. Yeah. Like, what you doing school. for the bread? No, well, she was on ODSP with some uh, disability. All right, so right, she's so getting a disability check. Exactly. And she'll give it to you to make sure you take care yeah, of business, I gotta, whether you got to go pay the bills because she, yeah. she can't move like that. Exactly, right. So I'm paying, making, I'm going online. She's showing me how to pay the bills, what account to transfer this to and that. I'm doing it all, you know what I'm saying? And from when I was eight and on, my dad told me, you know, you got to take care of your moms now because they just couldn't do it no more. So I became that in the house. I had to be, I had to be way older than I was supposed to be at the time, you know, but... And growing up where I grew up, it was very weird because, like, I'm in a suburb that is, like, I'm in a place where it's not a ghetto, but there's little pockets of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you go to one block. Might be nice a, over here. Go two blocks it's down. It's nice on the street. Yeah. <laughs> but that right. one building or that other building. So right. where I grew up is all the buildings. They're all f***ed up, yeah. right? But all the, it's, a, it's a family-oriented place. There's townhouses, normal houses, everybody, there's big houses, and everybody's there, everybody's there, but it's, then you got them buildings, and everybody is different over there, and that's, yeah. I didn't really see it until I got older, I started getting in my car, I started driving around, I'm going to different parts of the city, and I'm like, oh, wait, I didn't know there was a little ends over here, mm. wait, oh, there's a little ends over here, so I'm going to check uh, certain man and things, I'm like, I lie, there's a, yeah. there's a block here I didn't know this whole time, I'm, so it's like, there's so many little pockets in Brampton yeah. of that, you know, where it's like, we're, we're going through the same shit you're going through the hood in Toronto, but because Brampton's that place where it's like nobody really, nobody sees us as, as like more as grungy or as hardcore as Toronto really is, yeah. it always gets it always gets overlooked, overshadowed. Is is living in Toronto is it expensive? Like now living, it is. Is living expensive? Now it's crazy, bro. Yeah. Now a lot of people are moving out because of how expensive it is, bro. Yeah. Like it's getting out of hand. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's trying to growing push, up was high. They trying to push certain people out, man. That's what they try to do. They, lot, they only want certain people living in the yeah. buildings and living around there. Not even just that, but like you said, it might be fucked up in some of them buildings, yeah. right? Yeah. They don't want to tear that shit down or yeah, put exactly. no money into them buildings until they move them. 
is out that they want out of there. Yeah, gentrification, bro. No, yeah, they're not putting no money yeah. into that shit until either move out or die off. Yeah, so what's happening is they're sending all the people from the hoods in Toronto over to the place where I grew up in Brampton. So now the suburbs is getting more grungy. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. as of right now, like for the last seven to ten years or so, that's what it's been. So homeless is looking like around there. No, it's just more, it's yeah. just more like... There's more activity going on. Like you've, you've you know been out saying? in L.A. streets, right? You've yeah. seen, you've been oh, downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen places yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They You know what's going on over here. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know yeah. if, like, y'all touch that magnitude or not. Not, or, not as, you yeah. know what I'm saying? If the homeless pop, you know what I'm saying? population is, is yeah. big over there or not. No, it's more, it's more like, you know, just a lot of, like, a lot of kids are selling drugs now. Yeah. Right? In places that there was not that activity going on as prominent as it was. As yeah. you know, you would see it downtown Toronto. Yeah. You know, now you got kids rolling with guns. When I when I was growing up, all that shit was like stop. My generation, we didn't. We just sold weed and shit. Yeah. You know, we stayed out of trouble, and then we got more creative. These kids now, they're doing what the generation before us was on. They just on, but way more hardcore. They're just like ready to just you know lose their life with sliding on niggas for no reason. This side on niggas that we grew up with type shit like that's what's going on you know so it's different in my city now like where i'm from my my section of toronto my suburb it's completely different from how i grew up it was more peaceful but there's still shit going on mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying now it's like no it's oh you got to stay away from there you know mm -hmm. people never used to want to always from at least in brampton come to where i'm from because the mm -hmm. police is always right there but i live right across the street from the police station that's where i grew up so it was regardless of it was, the, it was a, a hot block the police station is still right there and there's another uh, there's another block in Brampton that's like that too. So it was always it was always just so weird just growing up in that place and just being already a city that's misunderstood, and then being a, for me a person that's already feels like I don't fit in with people. It, it was just it was already just so weird growing up. And for these kids, I feel like who's growing up right now in my city, I feel so sad because it's like now they're just throwing away their life, and we're trying to we're there's my generation we're building that foundation for where you can be a creative. You know, there's people from my neighborhood that are doing huge things, bro. That just from my neighborhood alone, not even just the city, right? So it, it, it breaks my heart, it breaks a lot of our hearts because it's just like, yo, you really don't need to do these. We know, <laughs> like I know your bros, you know what I'm saying? Like I know, I went to school with your bros, we play ball, we did all that stuff. Like you don't, we don't understand why, but these kids just don't care no more, dog. You know what I'm saying? That's where it's, and that's not even just from my city. It's all over Toronto, yeah. Tier Two, New York. You can, you know what I'm saying? It's like that's yeah. what's going on now. They don't, they don't care no more. No. But I'd ask you like to reel it back in. Yeah. For you know what I'm saying? Your upbringing, like, do you feel like you having to take control of certain shit might have fucked up the family dynamic to where you know you don't just get to be a kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't just be a kid playing outside. You got to go grab some food from the grocery store so y'all can get something to cook. It ain't buying fast food every night. Mother got to stretch that out, yep. especially if your mama living on a fixed income. Yeah, yep. that, that, that question right there is it. Yeah. Like, that's what nobody, I feel like, really understood. I always felt like I was mm -hmm. on the left side because I can't, I can't, I couldn't be a hooligan. I couldn't even, like, I couldn't do the dumb shit. Yeah. No, I didn't have a chance to. I already had so many responsibilities. You're scared to because of what could possibly happen uh, to your family. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? To. So I'm, for me, I don't, I don't have that sense of not caring. I'm gonna be a kid right now. No, I kind of have to be the older brother, be a son, right. be a. Uh, I don't. I had to just be who I had to be. Yeah. Like in in a sense, a father figure. Sometimes, like growing up, my life it was just weird, bro. What's your relationship like down with your siblings? Amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing. Because we work, we worked the ass off to just you know try to get ourselves and our family to a place where we're at now. Um, growing up, we didn't know, like my, my mom was, uh, when I was in high school, my mom was in school. 
uh, from middle school to high school, she was um, uh, she was just trying to go to school, just relearn because she went to school. She graduated in Guyana. She where they're from, where my parents are from. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, when you move to America, it's different. And Canada is, is the same shit. So, um, she was going through a lot. Court my dad, a whole bunch of fuckery, and she got schizophrenia, but nobody knew. So I'm like 14, 15. My mom has schizophrenia. Nobody knows. So we're going through all these things in the house, and we're trying to make sense of it. But nobody knows. But now the schizophrenia is at a place where it's affecting me and my sister in a place where we're like, we, we can't convince you of anything because you're in your own world now. Um, and nobody knew this until like two years ago or three years ago about. So y'all was living with that shit all majority of your whole life. Yeah. And maybe, didn't even yeah. know like you dealing with a crazy person pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. And she yeah. raising kids. Yeah. And she that's scary, bro. It was. It was. And nobody not, knew. That's not cool. No. Nobody knew. But you know what? I know what? Cause something bad could have really happened, bro. Like, oh, what? Yeah. She just would have snapped one day. We see yeah. it all the time, man. Fucking people killing their kids and yeah. just like just going through certain modes. She you almost know? wanted to kill. It came to a point where she wanted to kill herself. Cause she didn't have nobody but us, yeah. right? So she didn't know where to really take. She would take her anger out on us a lot mm-hmm. and try to, I don't know, get us to believe what was in her world, even though we couldn't see it. Uh, to the point where you was it, just. Bro, and I want you to continue to tell me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But you was just too young to know yeah. that this shit was some bullshit. Oh, of course. So, yeah, you're trying to, this is my mom. I'm trying to accept yeah. it. You I'm know just thinking, oh, mom's a little crazy. Yeah, you know my mom's saying? a little crazy. Like, yeah, I'm cool, trying though. to make it make sense because yeah. this is my mom. You know what I'm right. saying? So, right. I'm not just going to sit there and say she's crazy. You no, know what of course I'm trying not. to make yeah. it make sense. That's for exactly, me. that was my but, mission. But to know? know that you was really living through some crazy yeah. shit is like. It's traumatizing, bro, yeah, for anybody. It is, man. You know it what I'm is. saying? And not even getting the proper help for your mom. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I know. That's like, I, no offense, but like, that disability check, like, <clears throat> my mom need to get yeah. some real help. You know what I'm saying? It because came to that point, though, bro. Like, real shit. <laughs> it came that to shit, that point. Yeah, that shit's cancerous. Yeah, man, real talk. Like, it was. It came to that point where it was like, my she she drove me and my sister out the crib. We yeah. couldn't deal with it no more. That's yeah. why I'm here, because I said, you know, like, I've always wanted to take care of my mom before it was football for me. My whole life, I wanted to be in the NFL. Yeah. 18, around 17, I got some concussions and shit. And I said, I'm going to just do music. I had a choice to either go in the streets still or, or just do music. And I chose to just do music. And um, I ended up running away when I was 18 because it was just too much. Me and my sister spoke about it. It was just too much for me. Oh, was she? She ran away she with was, you? No, she was, she, was, uh, she was only 16 at the time. Mm-hmm. Right, because she born in the end of the year, so but you were only a year apart. But she stayed. She stayed home when you. <laughs> she left. stayed home, and she took on the burden when I left, and that was a lot for her. And I was just that, at that point. I was just on drugs, bro. And I was just on, I was just wild and doing drugs, just literally fucking out. I feel like everything. your sister probably resented you for a while for a long for time, her, bro. Yeah, we leaving her with that. Not to not, mention leaving just her by itself, right? Because yeah. y'all was close, but then leaving her with pretty much, let's just say that burden. Yeah, yeah, we fought about it. We really fought about it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it was like. We didn't, we never even fought in our lives before. We don't, we don't fight like that. We get along because of the same traumas that we share. Yeah. So when she spoke to me like that, bro, it made me look at myself like, damn, I'm fucked up. Yeah. Like I'm being a piece of shit brother right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it led to her running away as well. Not running away, but just saying, fuck it. She couldn't, she, take it no she couldn't take it. No, she couldn't take no. it. And only a year. And this is why this is COVID going on a year into that. From her running away, this because she ran away right when COVID started. Um, my daughter is about to be born um, around this time. Oh, thank you. And she, uh, 
we got a call from my, or I, yeah, I think we got a call. We went to go check on my mom or something. Mm. And she was in a place where we never seen a state that we never seen her before. And this is where we knew, okay, now we need to take you to get help because something's wrong. Like she wasn't speaking English. It was like gibberish. She was, she was, um, she, she destroyed an entire, her whole house. We tiled, mind you, I tiled her floors with her, uh, a boyfriend of hers in the past. Mm. He taught me how to tile floors. Mm. And so we tiled her, she, we tiled her living room. No, no, not the living room. The, the, end of the, the walk through the walkway where you enter the crib, mm. the hallway, the kitchen, the living, yeah. uh, the, the bathroom, the everything. She destroyed it all. Right. I don't know what she did, but what she used, but she destroyed it all. My mom, my, my baby mom was there. My manager was there. Um, and, I can't remember who else was there. I think that might have been it. Maybe my little sister was there. But anyways, so when we seen her in that state, we said, okay, now we know some, there's something wrong. We know there's a problem. So we took her to try to get help. But this is where everything got fucked up because it's like you cannot force them. There's only three reasons that they allow you to bring somebody in and, keep, and they'll keep them. There's a place called Cam H where it's for, um, for when people are mentally ill. Yeah, you got mental they, health Right, exactly. So... Uh, it's either if they're harming themselves, they're a harm to other people. And there's another reason that I cannot remember exactly. But if there's not one of those three reasons that they're not going to accept you. My mom, when we took our mom there, or my, when we took my mom there, they did, she walked over, they, she was there for hours. They interviewed her, they analyzed her, everything. She came right back out. We were devastated. Like, what are you talking about right now? We, we just went through that and you're telling us that she's okay? So that drove us even more crazy it drove us to the point where then my mom went missing, bro. And me and my sister are arguing, and we just seen her like 24 hours. She's like, yeah, y'all ain't just going to be committing me. Y'all ain't going to be just putting me any motherfucker where I'm out this bitch. She put herself there. She didn't even realize. Mm. So we called the police, and then they found her. At, they called, and they found her at the hospital. So we was just like, well, are you serious right now? Mm. So wait. So what? When the police found her, they're the ones that took her to the hospital. No, she was already there. And they confirmed with us that that's where she's at, right? Yeah. So we was like... Okay, that's cool. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. He was like, okay, that's cool. We stayed updated with the hospital. Mind you, my daughter's just about to be born, so I'm like, damn, like, how is this even going to be when my mom comes out? Um, Man, it was just a, it was the craziest thing. We had, I had to pay a lot of money and damages, like a lot. What, to the house? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she didn't, what, she, did she own it? I mean. No, 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 because she's on disability, right? Yeah. So the government's paying for it. The yeah. government's been paying for it since since she got there to the so building. So she's been living in the same building for years. Yes, exactly. She moved, but she moved within the building on the same contract, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. when that happened, she had to pay damages. I found out she she didn't pay a lot of rent. So she was there was so much payments, dog. I mean, how can we expect somebody mm -hmm. that obviously she's got, She's not all there, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? She's going through a mental breakdown or a mental crisis or whatever we want to call it. Yeah. How can we expect her to pay anything? I'm surprised not she was even eating or buying food to even keep herself Me alive. Too. Like, come Me on, too. man. When somebody got a problem like that, like, people need to really see that. Like, especially yeah. if her family, her kids are coming in trying to drop mm -hmm. her off at a hospital. Exactly. Like, that, it just it was so crazy. Like, how do you guys just let her go like that, but? Then I realized that there's so much more people that are actually like this. Like, when they step out, it's almost like there's this, not Jack Hyde or like this Two-Face, mm -hmm. you know, where mm -hmm. they can they can put on the act when mm -hmm. they need to, mm -hmm. but there's still all that, I don't know what to call it, still there. Well, still she knew that enough to get there. the fuck up out of there because she mm -hmm. knew that's not where she wanted to be. Mm -hmm. She do drugs, bro? No. 
She, she was on no only drugs? never, never. My mom owned she smoked weed, but that was for a condition. Yeah. Right, so she. I remember when I grew up, she had the weed car, the legal before weed was even legalized in Canada. She had the car for it, but that was it. You know, my mom is a a Christian, God fearing woman. Came from a Jehovah's Witness family. She got nine sisters. She's a very she's like me. She she takes on people. She takes on people's trust. She takes care of so much, it destroys her. Right, she's so nice. She's so she gives out her heart to everybody. It destroys her, and mentally it destroyed her. She had nobody anymore. She felt like she was losing everything, especially and her kids too, which was the last thing she had, and she already lost her daughter too. So she just felt like she was just losing, losing, nothing's going away, nothing is working out, and she lost it. And it's especially because when I was in high school, I started becoming like a young, or developing, trying to become a young man and trying to figure out myself now. That created so much friction, right? So that also, you know, helped her get worse. You know, I know I played a part in it too, you know? Um, would I change anything? Don't know. You know, I don't regret nothing that I went through because the way we're happy now, dog, bro, it's priceless, my nigga. Bring my daughter around, my sister comes around, even my dad comes around now. We all just, I can leave my dad and my mom together and they hang out. I'm just like, what the fuck? Never yeah. would, could this happen before, but well, you know, it, you know, y'all were, I hate to say it, but for some people, man, they can't do relationships and raise kids. Yeah. They got to do one or the other. Yeah. I yeah. know it might sound weird. Some people, I just feel like some people can't really do it. Like they all. either could be in the relationship, they can't be in the relationship yeah. with the person and be raising yeah. their kids together. Some people, I think it, I don't know what it does to them if it's overwhelming. You know, yeah, I know yeah, it might yeah, be a yeah, stupid, yeah. it's a it's a stupid way of looking at things, but sometimes you got to look at it like that to really see the picture clearly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. some people just can't do it. Get your it. feelings out of it. Yeah, you know probably dealing with a lot with your mom. Like, you know, they yeah. probably fighting, arguing, like you said, can't be around each other. And we trying to raise some kids. Fuck yeah, that. Man. These kids don't even need to see that. Yeah. And then, you know, honestly, I'm so happy. I'm thankful. For yeah. every decision that I made with my sister that I didn't, that even the way that we were able to come together separately, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very thankful. I couldn't be mad at all because now I get to like speak about this story in a way where it's like it motivates people. It it encourages people to to speak more, you know, to check on, to to look for the other things more than we when we would have in the past because we didn't really, especially coming from a Caribbean influence, bro, yeah. and first immigrant. Parents from from Canada, yeah. we, they have all the upbringing from back home. Yeah. They don't not, none of the mental health shit and none of that shit matters to them when they get up here. You know what I'm saying? It literally didn't exist when I told my mom I'm depressed at 13. She's like, "What are you talking about? Depression that doesn't exist. How can yeah. you be depressed? You're 13 years yeah. old. Come on, it's a real thing, right?" Yeah. So it's like yeah. that. That was a just to even get to where I'm at now and to let people know and speak about it and shit like that. Well, it means the world to me because it's something that I feel like is so ignored in our community just based on the fact of how we grew up and how our parents grew up, you know? So I, I, I don't regret nothing I went through. I'm very thankful that I went through it, how I went through it. I'm this kind of person that's left field, that's to myself, that I'm, cause that's the, the, the things that bring me happiness and joy are those things. That and I, I believe you, know? you too, while I say that, is cause you're a different type of nigga. Like you said, my upbringing was different. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, I had no regular black folk parents, like to where like they kind of, you know, it's a little bit different. And I understand that. I could tell yeah. by just in your swag and your demeanor. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely want to j- dive over to, you know, let's get into the music. Like how'd you get into music? Yeah. Like what made you even want to start, you know, uh, sharing, yeah. you know, what you got going on through this music? Like when'd you start, man? Um, I was around. I've always been singing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I try to keep myself in like I singing groups. Too, right? I, I taught myself how to rap. I was singing before that. Um, how I taught myself how to rap, I was just, I don't know, I just try to mimic what I liked 
mm-hmm. whether it was an Eminem song, ah, song. That's how you caught your vocals. Right, and I would try yeah. to do it in my own way. Yeah. And anytime I, I realized that I couldn't really mimic anybody, I can just do my best How old were you? impression of it. Uh, 15 at the time. What was the first song you tried to mimic? Uh, Be shit. honest, bro. Bria's Interlude by Drake and Amarion. Yeah, that was the first song. It was a, oddly enough, it was an R&B song, but that was the song where I, I said, you know what, I'm going to try and, and, and start working on my craft here with this song. And it's an interlude. Weird, weird, I don't know, it was a weird choice, but no, that song man, is just... I mean, that's where you felt like you found yeah, it at. And and I'm not mad at it, it, bro. Dog. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, But yeah, that's the song. And after that, I was making... I was writing a more R&B because I was all in my feelings. I was, you know, super lover boy. I wasn't, yeah. you know, I wasn't on no other time. Just a happy kid. Just, you know, yeah, yeah. just trying to, so I played, I played football, so I was always doing that. So, but regardless of that, yeah, I was just a lover boy. So I was just putting my pen in that. But I never liked my vocals and how I sounded when I sang because I didn't understand pitch or nothing like that, you know? So I wouldn't do it. I would stay away from it. And that's what made me get more into just rapping now, right? So I figured if I can maybe rap, I can just get away with not singing as much and maybe learn a little bit later down the lines on how to make even R&B songs fully so I can, you know, get the vocals out and give you riffs and runs. Because I wasn't really too heavy. I, I, I don't know why. I just studied more rap. I didn't really, I, even though I listened to more R&B. So when I was like 16, 17, the same, my same older bro that I uh, told you about who used to walk me to school also taught me how to engineer, taught me about ad-libs, taught me all that shit, right? And then, because we were making music together, and then I formulated a whole group, and then I would go to the, um, the YMCA uh, at this, uh, this night called Teen Night. It was like Friday nights yeah. they used to have for kids and shit, right? So I used yeah. to go there, all the girls are there, all the men were there playing ball, talking to girls, you know, boo-boo-boo. At the end of the night, niggas is having freestyle battles outside, right? So we're all freestyling, we're battling, boo-boo-boo. People are coming now, the circle's getting bigger because everybody's finishing playing ball. Girls are around, and then you know what? I said, when it comes to my turn, when I run out of bars, I would just start singing on them, <laughs> right? Oh, <laughs> that, used to get... <laughs> that had to throw an ugly-ass <laughs> dynamic into Niggas things. Niggas used to tell me, yo, stop singing, bro. Like, we, we can't sing like that. Like, you got to stop, you know? So it made me work on my bars more, but that's when people realized, like, oh, shit, he could sing too, you know? Yeah. And then that's when I really started to mold this hybrid-type artist of just being able to sing and rap and give it to you in those whatever way possible. And Party Next Door, Drake, The Weeknd, those are huge influences because mm-hmm. those are the guys I felt like that were doing it the best for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They all major artists, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. So I ain't mad at you for uh, definitely like looking up to them dudes right there, mm-hmm. man. You play any intro- instruments or something? I tried like to. I tried, to, to, I tried to play the drums. Didn't work out. You um, seem like a musically inclined guy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to figure out, like, damn, did he, you know, fuck with instruments at all? I tried to. I always tried to. But I never had the patience to not, to really get it down. What I'm trying to do is learn piano, but um, what oh, I yeah, did You want to be one of them lover, lover boy niggas for real, huh? You want to be able to sit there, huh, bro, with a... You know what I'm saying? Sitting yeah, there, got the Black Panther something laying yeah, on top of the motherfucker. Shit. Like, I can see you. I see what you're trying to do, bro. You know what I see you. Have it in the crib, grand piano, you know what I'm saying? Look. Yeah, I see you. I see um, you. I see yeah, you. Don't dog, you don't want to just in the, you don't want it in the house just for looks. You want to be able to, no, oh, baby, let me show you what I can do yeah, on it. Dog, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm I want to be on that time. I will. I will get to myself, get myself there. But right now, I'm you know just taking You know who was cold at that? Who's, who's that? Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Facts. 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 
Big anybody I would have wanted to be if I said I'm gonna be a singing ass nigga and yeah. like play the piano at the same time. He can just do it all. Man, bro, he'll he just, just do he'll it be all. talking in the middle of it and then just start singing. Bro, like it's, he's different. He's different. He Respect different. his artistry all around when it comes to not just music, but when it comes down to his uh his acting and comedy, bro, he knows how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Group off a lot of his shit too. So I love So that. was I it was that. it easy for you? Getting into music or no, like you know what I'm saying, was you having any struggles? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Than, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like actually much, trying to go and cut a track. Yeah, like just just trying to even get my songs out there and figuring out because I was trash when I started, bro, garbage, bro. Um, but I didn't care. Like I was, I go back on my Facebook messages now and I see who I was spamming to go check out my music and shit. Like I was who really, you spamming? I was spamming my whole school. I was spamming everybody I knew. <laughs> you spamming any major artists? <laughs> no, you know, anybody no. like that? You because my my mindset was get the community, right? So I can get the numbers, right? And that's what I always. I was just always just independent. I didn't want to depend on nobody. I wanted to make sure I can build this shit on my own, and that's what I was doing. I was. I had my own collective at the time. It was called High Rollers Club. Now it's called UTU on like the underground. But I had my, I was always just, I always wanted to do everything myself. If I was going to go independent, I would have at the time. But I'm not sorry. But yeah, I was um, uh, 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 always just worried about how I can get my, how I can get my name with the, into, the, into, the, into the people's mouths that are popping in the city and overtake their crown, which eventually happened. But I was so, it took a long time. It took about well for me it did. So it was hard to get was it hard it was hard to get their attention. Man. So much, so much, and even when I tried to like there was no respect there obviously because I'm so brand new and shit and I'm just like trying to ting right niggas is already doing shit. So um, it wasn't until I left to to Toronto where then niggas is like oh shit what's going on over there like mm. he making different type of music now and I was going to Toronto while I was in Brampton because um, uh, I moved to Scarborough with my dad when I ran away. So I'm dropping. So you went with your daddy when you say yeah. you ran away. Eh, yeah, I really my, my mom. I, mean, I went my I went my I, I <clears> ran away and I went because my mom, she's like, you know what? If you're gonna instead of being out on the streets, I'd rather you just be with your father. Yeah. Um but he was on the other side of the city. Yeah. Right? It was way more grungy. And I was like, you know, fuck it, okay, I'm gonna try. Did it for like a month, two months or so, and then I said, fuck it, I'm staying downtown. And that's yeah. when I was just on my own. But I only and I only yeah, I only stayed with him. I stayed with him when I was finishing high school. For that time period, which was, I could have stayed down the street, but just to make my mom kind of chill, I said, you know what, I'm just going to make you happy, even though I shouldn't be, and I'm going to go stay with dad. Yeah. Right? But I love that I did, because it made shit so much harder on me, yeah. going living across the city, waking <clears throat> up, I had to least, wake up at 4 I got to ask you, yeah. did you at least run away for 72 hours? No, no I was gone for, I was gone for months. You <laughs> wasn't nigga. at your mama's, because nah, I'm nah, starting nah. shit, starting to sound suspect, my nigga. Nah, and I'm nah, drawing nah, back nah, in. Nah, I'm nah, like, nah. this shit got to sound like some, some cat in this nigga's rap right now. I'm nah, like, she, oh, bro. She knew, she knew whose house I was oh. at. She knew whose house I was at, and she didn't yeah, want me to. ain't run away, my nigga. They yeah. ain't running away. Running away is, <laughs> don't nobody know where the fuck to find you. Yeah, no, Y'all might did. have a different, like, terminology of running away in Toronto, because <laughs> niggas down here... You run away, nigga. Don't nobody. You don't want your family. Nobody know. That's why it's called running the fuck away. Yeah, yeah. She means you run away from everybody. Mom and dad for starters. They're for Uh, fucking starters right Mm. off the dribble. Nah, you're not wrong, nigga. I know. I'm like, come on, dog. Like, but it was more. Yeah. It was for more than 72 hours. Right, for sure. I'm just it was, sure. It was, more, it was way more than a week, right? I was gone. All I right. left. I left for like. But do your parents knew where you was at, though, gang? Well, what I'm saying. I left, like, when I left my dad's, I didn't. 
I wouldn't, mama I didn't knew just though. run away. Your mama knew where you was at because, like you at said, first, she knew yeah. where you was at. She just didn't want you over there. Yeah, she didn't but want me over there. But she knew where but you she was knew at. Eventually, because she knew if I was to run away, there'd be one place I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, I know. That right? ain't running away. She knew where to find you. <laughs> Facts. The jig's up. Facts. The jig's up. She found you. She jerk. tried to get me back home, and I didn't go home. That's so, just a nigga being rebellious at that point. At that point, fact. <laughs> you know what? That's a fact. I was being very rebellious. Yeah. I was, you know? And and when I left my dad's, you could probably see, yeah, I, I was being very, very rebellious too because they knew where I was. They knew I was downtown. They knew they can they can find me, but I just wasn't going home. Yeah. Right? And I just, at 18, I'd use that to my advantage mm-hmm. so I can just do my thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But What was the lessons? Another question, but what was the yeah. lessons you learned from all that? Um, Don't consider certain shit running away if it ain't. In my head, I was like, I'm running away. <laughs> I was like, nigga, let's teach him the real talk. Uh, about shit, shit. Man, <laughs> we gonna be, you know, that's a lesson for sure. That, that, that is a nice lesson to learn at 27. If you just went to, yeah, if you just went to <laughs> you your friends. You got these niggas cracking all, all these just, niggas. Just if you just went to your friends' house, like, Mikey, cast Like, you seem, oh, like a, man. you seem like a kid that got rebellious said, fuck you guys, I'm running away. Right? You did it for one day? One day. Your mom found you? Y'all niggas ain't no good. <laughs> for real, bro. Y'all ain't good as shit. That's how you know y'all ain't know no damn body. You ended up at your daddy house a week later. Straight <laughs> up. We ain't even know. It's crazy. I be roasting this nigga. Now I'm getting roasted like a motherfucker. <laughs> He's loving was, it. What was, the, what was the lesson that you learned for real from all of it oh, overall? Oh, shit. Overall. Um... Ah, oh, man. man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stressing yeah, me out. Yeah, yeah, me out today. Yeah, for real, church. You're stressing me out, man. You're stressing me out. Fuck, man. Oh, shit. Uh, damn. Uh, damn. I don't even know anymore, nigga. <laughs> What's the lesson you learned from, no, no, like, right. overall from, you know, just oh, leaving shit. the house for a little bit? Because oh I mean, it all in all, bro, you shouldn't have left because, nigga, your mama really needed you at that time. No, she did. She did. She did. She did. She did. But the the ways that she was being, even my sister, like my sister knew, like we, we both knew, like this was not normal. Mm-hmm. The way she was treating us wasn't right at all. Like it was just straight, like it was just straight disrespectful. Like yeah. it was some nasty shit sometimes. Yeah. So I said, I need to take myself away from this because I know my potential and she's yeah. limiting me right now. And I said, I know the risks, but I know what I can do, yeah. which I did do. That's why I'm not, I'm not, I don't regret anything I do, I, I, any choices I made. I, if I could do certain things different, I would, which was not be as selfish. Yeah. I was way, I was a little too selfish when I was a kid. Cause I just, I was in that phase of just How? not knowing you said you was who there I for was. Your mama. You but I wanted, but when I was, when I was a You're teenager, selfish. I was going through that shit where I was like, I didn't. I was making choices that I knew yeah. was going to affect her, yeah. but I did it anyways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where I said I did help when it came down to the her schizophrenia. Because yeah. I was I was in that in that mode. I was just trying to do me at that time. Right. Right. So, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't until like now, like or like after we went through all that shit, where I was like, okay, you know what? Like I can now I can really do what I was meant, what I was meant to do yeah. for you. Yeah. You know, because we know now what the actual problem is, right? Yeah. So and I've done it now. You know, I'm not even done yet, but I've done what I know. You know, my mom's with me now. You know, like my mom's with me. I take care of her. Even though she's like been everything. getting a disability check, she probably still yeah. she's still getting it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's she's. And then she, you you know you seem like yeah. you came into a little bit of money. You know, over your chains. And, and I, I help her out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, help I her just want to know you shot yeah. her a couple of dollars. Oh, no, 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 no. I take since, care of since her since the big break. I, I, what, bro, nigga? What? 
<laughs> nigga. My, my, my grandma, she died last year. Sorry to you. Right, it's okay. It's, it's, it's love, for real. No, I miss my it's, grandma. I was like my mom. Yeah, so I know likewise. So, but um, <laughs> I built, we built a house back home for her. Because mm -hmm. um, where she where she was living, it was just a gutter. Literally, it was, it was just the trenches. It was just mad. It was nasty. And I was able to, with this job, I was able to help her die in a, a place where she was in comfort. Right, in a happy state, in a happy place with family where she didn't have to feel any 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 pain from the outside, right? And that made us all more comfortable, right? Where I can I can say, you know, my grandma died in peace. She didn't die in agony. She didn't die in... She had to die in the comfortability of her own she, home, her own bed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, nice right. And that's how she grew up. That's right. how they all grew up. So right. I, I was able to give that back to her. You know what I'm saying? And that makes me... And I, till this day, I'm always... I'm I'm still trying to always just take care of, you know, make sure she's self-sustainable by just helping her out as much as I can, helping out the family as much as I can, doing whatever I got to do. And I be sending money all the time, just trying to build certain things down there. So, you know what I'm saying? Because it's hard in Ghana, it's hard back home. Yeah, and no, she for feels sure, man. guilty a lot, sure. you know, because she left and she in Canada, you know how it is back over in, you know. No, I don't know how it is no. <laughs> At first I thought I did. Y'all talked about that revelation. I was like, oh, y'all niggas got different terminologies and shit over there, bro. I, I can't say I know what anything's like over okay, there I'm at this point, I'm bro. I'm, 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 I'm relying you. on you <laughs> to kind of give me some insight uh, here so I can actually put together, you know, what this shit really is, yeah. you know. Nah, I got you. So back, you know, in Toronto, a lot of our families, you know, they're from third world countries mm -hmm. and not a lot of them could come up here as well. So it's always, right. there's like, you know, a dependency, not even in a sense, but it becomes, in a sense, the that's how we get people. looked at, right? Yeah. So, you know, we do what we can to take care and help them out back there, back mm -hmm. home. And, you know, what I've been doing, I've been trying to just, you know, build businesses, just try to make, just, I have a different angle, you know, but as for the meantime, I'm just trying to make sure that I can help everybody self-sustain themselves because getting so work is you spending your money on bottles and clothes all the motherfucking time like nah. you actually take big chunks of <laughs> nah, money. Nah, I take a lot. You know what I'm saying? And you go try to yeah. help some people like that. Your yeah, people. Always. It ain't even got to just be always. random people, just your people. Man. Yeah, always. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, you got family that's back there that can actually use yeah. a few bucks. Yeah, man. I'm always, always. I'm taking money, always trying to send down. I got to ask man. you, Roy. Yeah, what's up? Other bye -bye. than... Your your partner, you know what I'm saying? Because you talk yeah. about your partner that you grew up like, hey man, I really yeah. kind of you kind of looked up to the nigga, yeah. you kind of fucked with him. Yeah. You have any other kind of mentors in your life? Yeah, they're right here. They're really like yeah. shifting and shaped like these two where brothers you... right here. Yeah, man, these these I ran into these. I'm guys, happy man. for you because he needs some people with him. <laughs> he do. He needs that shit for sure. Like he needs some real people. Like, hey, bro, look, this how we put our sauce on our chicken, man. Yeah, you know that's hey, that's exactly that's chicken. exactly we, what happened. We that's teach exactly you some what real game, my nigga. That's you what happened. What I'm saying? That's but they let me be. They also let me blossom and be myself as well yeah. within that, which I'm so thankful for. You know, they didn't yeah. just try to turn me into a whole completely different person. Yeah. You know, they helped mold what was already there, yeah. and that's why I'm, I, I couldn't be more thankful. You know, what I, I mean? gotta ask you, like, for a person, like, real question, back mm. to some real shit, like, how have you, Roy Woods, how have you stayed focused? Like, what's been a couple things that you you've done? To stay focused, you know what I'm saying, through your journey so far? I mean, it's always, I always put people in front of me. Um, so it's always just been, you know, trying to help my family, as we've been talking about. Mm. My mom, yeah. you know, since. That was because, a roller coaster, man. 
Yeah, man. We that was a fucking rebellious. roller coaster. Just the conversation about that was a roller coaster. Like a <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, That's what I say. We're just now getting man. off that motherfucker. I'm yeah. like, whoa, <laughs> you want to ride it again? Hell no, nah, I don't. <laughs> that's, how, that's, that's why I say shit's a roller coaster, man. It's more yeah. than a movie to me, man. But yeah. yeah, it's just, you know, just trying to make sure I can get them out of where they're at and get them in better positions. Um um, my but what about family. you? See, that's like that's what are you trying one. to do? Like yeah. for you, you know what I'm saying? Like I've heard you speak for your family, mm-hmm. you know, for your friends and exactly. colleagues or whatnot. Yeah. But like, what's Roy Woods like? How are you staying focused for you? Like, I'm saying, how's your mental? Because we've talked about other people's, yeah. but we haven't talked about yours. Where's your <laughs> mental at these days, my brother? Oh man, see, that's that's the place I try to stay away from. And as of lately, I've been trying to just figure out even what I want for myself. Mm. You know, who do I want to be right now? Because I've been focused, as you said, on everybody else mm. and trying to take care of everybody else. And I haven't been taking care of myself the way I thought I was. Yeah. And I'm always thinking, like, I'm, I'm getting, which I am getting closer, but I'm always just finding myself, I got to take ten, th- 10 steps back again. So yeah. I've been in that place of just, like, confusing again, you know, a little lost again. You know, like, I'm there right now. Even though I know I'm on track, there's so much about myself right now. I'm just like... I'm just so confused about it. I'm just trying to, I gotta, like I just said to him, like on, I was on Thursday yesterday, I said, I need to go to therapy and I need to take it serious because I got a lot that I'm holding in. I got a lot that I'm just trying to push through. I'm just trying to toughen through it. And it's like, I haven't really created an outlet for me besides music. And then when sometimes music now can't be the outlet as much, where else am I supposed to go? So, to your businesses, nigga, the that, ones you said you about to start or you've been trying to work on and been focused on. Yeah, I know. That's what you're going to go to because that's going to be where what you can stand on after music is gone, after anything is gone. You're going to take your money that's, and put that's, these that's businesses already. together. Nigga, you ain't just doing it for the people over there in Ghana, man, for, you know, saying yeah. your people back home. You got to do it for you, too, my nigga. You got to start living for you, too. I know, I know. When's the first man to tell me, bro? When's the first... You remember the first bag you made off this music shit? Yeah, I do. Talk to me. Yeah. Give, me give me some, some game. I gave, I gave a lot to my mom. Yeah. I told her about it, and I gave her a lot. And then I smoked the rest. I smoked smoke the rest. the rest means like... I smoked uh, all the weed. Weed, nigga, it was okay. Weed, I'm not like that, nigga. Like, no, it ain't not I like that, nigga. No, 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 no. Damn, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. I'm like, what the fuck going on, Donnie? Yeah. Just relatives, man, of Bobby Brown. Somebody, somebody. <laughs> said I smoked it up. I'm like, on the, <laughs> on the next episode. Uh, <laughs> That's where it just stops at. The nah, next shit. episode. <laughs> nah, shit. No, no, no. We smoking weed. I was, no, Yeah, but sure. yeah. Oh, man, this is hilarious. So, you know what I'm saying? You didn't manage that, that money well Not at all. Not at all. I was terrible at it. I was terrible. I was 19. Yeah. No, I didn't know what the fuck, and I was going I ain't, to I ain't mad at you, bro, for that. Yeah, like, you a kid. You, you, we all fuck it off. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully you learned your lesson from that not to just sit there and constantly keep, keep blowing me. it because you don't never know when this shit going to end. Yeah, no, it's You don't never know if that OVO chain going to come off tomorrow or not, and not even because know. somebody else tell you. Yeah. Nigga, you might wake up tomorrow and just be like, I don't want to do this shit no more. And that it happens. happens. That, yo, I went through that. I it went happens. through that. I went, these niggas, that's, I said I'm going to quit. Yeah. I said I'm done. I told, I told the label, I said I want to quit. Like it went there. Why? This is, Why did you want to quit? This is after twenty. This is after the Drake tour, Three Amigos tour. Like right after it, um, I went to. Uh, I stayed in Atlanta because that was the last date for a little bit for like a couple weeks. Went to Miami for a couple weeks. Went to Jamaica. Came back. Found out my homie died. 
Um, then we try to figure that out. My management situation at the time, I had, I still always had two managers, but um, uh, at that time I wasn't happy with the situation. With the, I had replaced one because that one was just, you know, them bad eggs around. It was just bringing me all. It was just bringing not just me but the team down, mm-hmm. and you know, it, was, it wasn't like I was just trying to do nobody dirty. Like I tried to show him as a brother. But they just what what Drake have to say about it? I I never really I never really brought none of my shit to the man down. I don't really yeah. do that, you know. Yeah. I, I do with my shit, and you know what I mean. Like yeah. I don't really. I'm just saying. I just want to know what yeah. he had to say about like you leaving because I would hope Drake care about his artist. I don't give a fuck. It didn't even get there. Oh, oh, it didn't even get there. I don't care no. how big or how small. You know what I'm saying? You should care. Yeah. When they go on your label. You know what I'm saying? Like that's your brand at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So well, when, I ever, I, when I brought it to them, they they said to think about it. You know. They said, think about it, because I didn't even get to him yet, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I when I did bring it up, they said, okay, if this is how you feel, you know, think about it, yeah. you know, see if this is really what you want to do, mm-hmm. and that's what I did. I thought about it. And then my brother Banks here to the left, he's yeah. the one who came. He was in management at the time. He was just, oh, he's always a friend. Yeah. And he's, I've known him since he, you know, since I've been moved to downtown. Yeah. So he was always around. And then he's the one, I, I started making music, everything. He said, yo, you got to get back in the studio. I was doing dumb shit. I was just... He said, you got to get focused again. You got to get back in the stool. You got to start making music. And we had a very long, real talk. And from then on, from I started seeing a shift in me, a fire ignited in me, because it's like I needed that, that coach that, to just believe in me and what I do and what I bring still, to the table. You're still young, man. Yeah. You know, you, you, you need, not everybody got that in them to like, some people need a, a, a kickstart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And maybe a helping hand from somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like just the, the words yeah. of encouragement. Some people need that, man. Need that, that it just helps. It did. You know what I'm saying? Because you're still yeah. young, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You, you young, homie. So yeah. you, I can see why you would need that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Especially being up over yeah. here fucking around in the States. It's different yeah. than Toronto, me. my nigga. Trust me, dog. It's, it's completely it's, different around here. I know. I know. I've been coming to LA for a long time. Yeah. So I've been definitely tapped in, you know? Yeah. Like, what, do you, what do you, uh, what else do you, like, can you see yourself doing, like, in mm-hmm. life other than music? You know what I'm saying? We've talked about over yeah. here. We talked about you, you know, fucking with the label and shit like that. Just life in general, like, what about you, bro? Like, you've helped a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I'm. we were supposed to have this conversation because I'm supposed to tap into, like, hey, man, what makes Roy tick? Like, what yeah. makes you go, bro, yeah. for you? Like, you yeah. got to start stacking it up, my nigga. Go see some things for you, not just always helping everybody else. That's where you're going to really burn yourself out at, my nigga. I'm going to tell you yeah, the truth. And that's probably what you was burnt out because, you know, you doing music and shit like that. You saying you giving a lot of your money away or, like, to your family and doing this and doing that. You didn't even get to really enjoy it, so why the fuck would you want to do music? Yeah. You're going to be like, nigga, I'm just doing it to cater to everybody else. It's not even that I'm making money off of something that I enjoy and I actually get to go and indulge in it. I'm giving it to other people. It's real. Well, my nigga, it's almost in a sense of like hoeing yourself out. Don't ever do yourself like that and play yourself. Keep your money, man. Do what you got to do for you. You're still young, man. You know, go get you some businesses. Go get you some things that you can actually live off of to where one of your businesses, small businesses or whatever, you know, you dedicate the majority of those earnings to helping some of your family or, you know, sending money back home. Which I've been doing. I've been been in my business shit, you know? Like, I've been investing. I've been trying to, you know, make sure I can make some money outside of this shit all the time. Still to this day, you know, but I've always just, yeah, I've never, I've I've never put myself first. Never. Comes my next question. Yeah. What do you be, what do you do other than music and help your family? Like what do you do when you're not doing none of that? 
What does Roy do? Uh, I've been uh, coaching a little bit um, for football. I, I used to, obviously, because of my dreams, I used to obviously want to play. So yeah. I coach a little bit when I can. Um, I, I like to learn a lot about the spirit, um, different things. That's, different different things my mom instilled in me. Um, not just based on the law of attraction, but I like to learn about different cultures, history. Um, for some reason, it just drags me. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but it calls me. But those are just things I like to learn about. And I like to learn about just anything, really. But um, I'm even in a sense where I'm just like, fuck, besides music, this is all I know. What else do I want to do? I mean, I've always been involved in business, always trying to, you know, see where else I can make my money, make money. But a lot of these things, they're just more natural to me. I haven't found anything else. Like, there was, like, gardening at one time. There was, like... I wanted to be a whole farmer. This nigga laughing, watching. <laughs> you want to be a farmer? I want to be a farmer. It's okay, like, man. Listen, y'all yeah. don't laugh at him because I'm trying to tap into where he at with it. Like, maybe we can find something, you know, else that suits him for him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I feel like you, you know, you strayed away from that in your life a little bit. Yeah, I'm know. older, church. So yeah, I, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying. So when I sit down with somebody, I know how to read between the lines of sure. bullshit, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, for We're sure. gonna get right. <laughs> I love that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're gonna get right. No, nah, but for real, like I was, I was gardening Go be a at one fucking point. Farmer, nigga. I, I mean, I still want to. You know, it's just it's always. What like, you trying to farm? What you trying to? I, I, bro, I was gardening. I was squash. Um, I was just trying to do tomatoes, but I did it the wrong time of the season, so it didn't work out. But um, why did somebody tell you that that was? The I wrong knew, time? but I still tried to do it. I just wanted to. I was just being. Stubborn, you know, and I just try to think. But oh, but this is this is recent. Don't go wasting but, your damn money. Like, come on, <laughs> no, I just had him. I just had him. I just had him. So I was just like, fuck it. But okay. when I when I had my garden, yeah. I was growing everything, bro. I was growing little microgreens, green onions, regrowing shit, learning about what I can regrow. Yeah. Um, damn, there was so many things. I was uh uh, uh cab uh, not cabbage uh, fuck man. I said squash. Oh, basil. Um, let me help you out, sir. What up? <laughs> let me let me <laughs> what up, what up, what up? Let me let me help you out here. Okay. If you was to get a lot of that shit going, that's how you gonna move the bitches, you know that, right? It's cause like you get hey, I took all this from my garden today, chopped it up. I know, you know I know, I was running it. You know I was running cook. it. I I was you know doing it. Yes, man. I was taking that and cooking, nigga. Trust me, I was running it crazy. Oh, bro. you ain't talking to the bitch like that when you sit there with her. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, man, no, no, no. You can't lose your no, cool. You got you to gotta keep that same sway. Because you show up bitches right now like, oh, this nigga might be borderline nah, crazy. Nah, like, you start nah, asking nah, him nah, a couple nah. questions. You be like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> These guys are killing you know, me right I'm, now. I'm Holy just fuck. looking at it for face value. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, man. No, man, uh, I know how to cook, man. I know how to cook, man. You got any favorite <laughs> content creators, bro? Oh, like you like watching content like do you watch like podcasts shit like that um, notice a lot of you niggas that do you know what I'm saying yeah. music all that y'all watch all this shit no I, I be watching Joe a lot the Joe Rogan podcast you like Joe, JRE huh yeah. shout out to Joe yeah, bro big, big yeah. shout out to Joe man he be that's good I, I shows love, I love watching and learning from you know the things that they be talking about they, get it, like, he, they like to get I mean you know, they get on there. They like to talk about aliens and, you know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah, shit like yeah. that. All like, that all they that start shit. to, like, just break down shit. Like, I like how he done sat there with Elon Musk. He done smoked with him. Like, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? They yeah. get into this fucking rant about just everything but nothing at the same time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, I, I like sense, it, though. I love that shit. But there's there's so I many like things because, like, I, be, I don't know about history that I love learning about that mm -hmm. they be talking about. So I be, like, mm -hmm. going there and I be, like, doing my own... Uh, getting my own, like, doing my own research and shit mm -hmm. of what they're talking about. It's like, 
once I get deeper into it, and then he talks to somebody else, and they be learning, like talking about similar shit that I've learned. I'm like, oh shit, like this blows is your mind, doesn't it? Super, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> you got any favorite producers? Um, anybody you want to work with? Tim Timberland, man. I've been saying I want to work with Timberland right now, man. Yeah, and I met him. Yeah, I met him um, years ago. Yeah, I'd love to work with Timberland. That's one. I haven't heard his name in a while. I mean, yeah. I love Timberland. Like I ain't no disrespect to Timberland, yeah. but that was unusual. <laughs> Timberland, I mean, it, it's cool, yeah, and I'm not saying like Timberland ain't, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. that nigga, and he was definitely that nigga in, in his for time, sure. you yeah, know. For sure. Anybody that's up to date. Yeah, up to date. Yeah, anybody um, up to date, like right now that you know is popping, you would love to work with. Dang, so many new producers. I don't even. I don't really be ten- paying attention. Reason why? Because I mm-hmm. have my own creative, my own collective of producers that I've been mm-hmm. working with. Mm-hmm. You know, so like besides all the big dogs, like I just be working on with my guys. Nigga, I'm going to tell you this. I would say between me and you, but I guess this is going to be on air. So, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, my nigga, if I was you, nigga, I'd be trying to get a song with the big dog. Fuck that. You too close. You too damn close, nigga. They couldn't let even me put a pinky toe into that motherfucking brand, nigga. And me and that nigga ain't put something together. I don't give a fuck. Baby, it's just me. Hell, maybe I'm crazy. What do I know? I'm just podcasting, right? No, no, Fuck no. You talking that shit, boy? You know, like, shit. I'd have been like, nigga, where's Drake, man? And if even I'm going to do something where that nigga going to hear me, man, ringing. My name going to be ringing bells through the whole camp to where he ain't going to have no choice but to come holler at me, nigga, yeah. and ask me what I want to do. That's when you know you moving up, bro. You got you to gotta really, if you're going to do this shit, my nigga, do this shit for real, bro. Like, you got too many opportunities, nigga. You too fucking close to it to not really just be pushing full throttle. Right now, you shouldn't be thinking about nothing else. What you should be thinking about is your fucking music, where you need to push it at, and how can you expand and get bigger. Because like you said, you are a brand. Roy Woods is a fucking brand. Thanks. But you got you to gotta use some of the things that you have going on around you as catapults. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That way it can catapult you into the direction you truly want to go, my nigga. Thanks. For real. Take advantage of that shit, homie. Like I said, that shit could stop tomorrow and then what? You want to be another mm-hmm. nigga like a lot of the niggas that we know that stand Never there and that. tell you Never where they could have been, Never what that. they would have been? Yeah. Never that. I don't want woulda or coulda in my first, middle, or last motherfucking name, nigga. Ever when they bring me up as a topic. So I don't ever want to see that ever be for you. Like I said, you got yeah. you 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 and you got a gift right now, man. You gifted right now in a sense to where a lot of niggas are probably kill to be, they would kill to be in your position. Bring more of a fire to it, nigga. Wake up tomorrow different. Wake up feeling about it different, like damn, I really am signed over here to OVO, nigga. I could really take this shit and take a storm. Right now, I'd be in the fucking studio. I wouldn't even have time for interviews right now because there ain't nothing to talk about. It's Mm. time to show. Mm. Ain't nothing to talk about right now. Mm. Nothing, bro. Other than me having my ass in that studio, me trying to bring out some some type of T-shirts, whatever. Whatever I want to do that represents my brand, my music, what I got going on so the fans can touch something other than just a fucking downloadable stream. Mm. This shit together, man, you got it, bro. Yeah, but I'm just saying you got it. He, but he don't seem happy. He don't seem like he where he want to. Like he don't seem happy about it. That's what I'm saying. Like he doesn't see. He's like, man, I really wanted to quit. I really wanted to do this. It seems like he's not wanting to do it. He's being pushed to do it. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to see my man happy. He know he feel where I'm coming from. I mean, I want to see you yeah, happy no, you, in this shit. You, Come you, on, you, my nigga. I'm a real one. No, Church this is a therapy session man. for me right now. Really I, know when it, I know when a young nigga tells, like, he, he really want to say yeah. it, but it's just hard for him to say it because he feel like he letting a lot of people down. And that's him doing it once again, looking out for everybody else and not himself. Yeah. That's a, that's, that fucks your mental up all within itself, homie. Straight up. Yeah, we might get a tour out of him now, but what we going to get out of him next year? He's going to hate this shit. We need to find him a happy medium in this, man. Whatever that may be. Whatever. Letting the nigga go fucking run off. Go fucking hiking in the mountains for a week. Let him go do something that heals him, betters him. Maybe that needs to get put on paper a little bit. Not just his next fucking tour date. Put something that actually involves him. And not just him making the bread to pay everybody out. and Everybody doing what they need to do. Let's get him healthy mentally. Then maybe we can worry about some fucking music for him because we only want him putting out the real shit, the the great shit. Hell, he is from OVO, right? I am sitting with a nigga that's from there. He knows. He knows what I'm saying. It's true. It's crazy. It's been a therapy session that I didn't know I needed today. Hey, man. You just be Sometimes, hey, man, the truth, hey, my nigga, I'm just a messenger. They might not like how I come out this raspy-ass voice or a light-skinned nigga, but sometimes if you explain it to me right, I'm going to tell it to you straight. <sighs> nigga, I need that blunt, nigga. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Let me get the light real quick. You got you. Nah, because it's real, man. It's, you're, you're speaking the shit that I literally just keep to myself. You know? Yeah. That's well, just, hearing it out loud right now, it's crazy. Yeah. You know. Is there anything before we get out of here? I feel like we've hit the top of it, and I like that. That's why I like the snippet, because, you know, it gives them, they want more. Anything you want to tell your fans, uh, tell the viewers? Shit. Tell yourself, because you probably go, you, this is going to be forever, and you get to come back and watch it 10 years later. It's good to so be make back, sure you stand on it. It's good to be back. Yeah. It's good to be back. That's a fact. It's you sound revived now. Bro. Did I have to say it for you to make you feel nah, better nigga. about it? I said it all for you. Real talk, man. And I needed this real talk. Hey, this is love, real shit. Roy Woods, whenever you want to come back and see me, church, take my line down, nigga. No, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. No, Call me, nigga. Real talk. I got you. We'll get you back on track just mentally, homie. I could just be one of your mental coaches, man. That's all I can do. I ain't got nothing else for you but some time and maybe some good words, my nigga, and experience. Real talk. And the truth needs no support. The Sharp Tank, no jumper. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. And me and my man Roy Woods just did it for real and not for play. Hey, Donnie, shoot us out the motherfucking gym.